Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. This is episode 123 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast, brought to you by WrestleBuzz. How's everybody doing? It's Joseph Crush, along with the boys, NJ3, the professional of, of uh, podcasting here. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. It's Saturday. It's a different day for us. We have now shifted our recording schedules back mm-hmm. to Saturdays to get the Joseph back. So for me, I'm happy because you're here and Nick's not. So let's talk some wrestling. <laughs> Absolutely. No Nicky Noodles today. Uh, hope he's doing well. Uh, but as always, the guy that's never... Yourself. Hey, whatever. <laughs> the guy that's never not here, the Iron Man, never missed a damn episode. Thank you very much. Bad news, Tom Canale. What's up, buddy? What's going on, boys? What's going on? Man, what a... 2022 <laughs> I might be... Can I go out and say this? The craziest year in professional wrestling ever? Definitely up there. Absolutely. <laughs> um, we'll get into a lot of it, but I mean, Vince, Sasha, Naomi, now all the shit with AEW. I, it's pretty, pretty wild. Here. And like a non wrestling, like yeah. yeah. in a real aspect, in a real life aspect, probably the craziest year ever in professional wrestling. So, uh, we'll get into it. But, uh, if you want to follow us on social media at WrestleBuzz with three Z's on Twitter, at WrestleBuzz on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. I would post some good stuff there, so go check it out. Uh, you can download us anywhere you download podcasts. If you are listening on Apple or Spotify, please leave us a five-star rating and review. Um, man, we uh, we talked about it last week. Jersey, I mean, uh, Tony Khan needs us something here. Um, he went through a lot this week. He needs Poor something guy. to get by. I mean, probably vodka in this case, straight <laughs> vodka. But I think if you don't want to drink in the morning, you need something to get you uh, a pick me up there. What, what, what would yeah. you recommend for TK this week? No, TK's a little tired, man. You can see yeah. in his eyes, he's got heavy bags. It, it might be all the, you know, what he's doing at night, Coca-Cola. <laughs> but listen, Tony, put that down. Let me put something good in your hand that you need. And it's nerd focus, my friend. It is the energy think drink. And when I say think, I emphasize the word think drink. Yeah. It gives you, it revitalizes your mind, your body, and your soul. All the amino acids, everything that you need to be productive day to day is in this drink. It is delicious. It can be mixed with vodka. So, sure. you know, you can have um, an, a upper little, a, an upper and a downer. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, a, little let's vodka nerd, <laughs> a little vodka nerd. Sure. <laughs> um, it's the Energy Think drink that we love here at the Wrestling Journal podcast. And Tony and everyone listening, we hope you drink it with us. All we do is ask you is to go to our social media, use the link in our bio. Uh, access, go right to the website and um, shop, shop away. But before you check out, always use the code ND20 at checkout because it's 20% off your entire order. That code does not expire, does not, will not ever expire. Um, use it at checkout, order two or more, and you get free, sh- free shipping. Uh, drink nerd with us. Yes, absolutely. Um, also, prowrestlingtees.com slash wrestlebuzz. As always, buy the shirt, wear the shirt, support the brand. We appreciate it very much. Uh, it's how we make the you know the fu- the little money that we do here so uh we give this podcast for free you can support us by buying a t-shirt repping the brand and uh we can give back a little more in the future so go check out wrestling uh i'm sorry pro wrestling slash wrestle buzz and uh the last one of the day 
paper champion mm. fantasy wrestling vpaperchampion.com holy shit now let me tell you uh the biggest week ever in re- like for pay-per-views three major pay-per-views mm-hmm. in one weekend and the biggest week ever in paper champion history um points wise scorecard wise now if you're not familiar just a, a quick catch up you draft a faction we get that before the season starts and then throughout the each pay-per-view for AEW, NXT and the main and WWE we fill out a scorecard that also provides us points to move that moves us up in the standings so this week do we have some shuffling in the standings congratulations bad news tom canally and new paper champion world paper world champion god damn it bn team bnc is on top but wait the Russell Buzzards, myself, not too far behind, the number one contender for that world championship. And uh, the click, NJ3, a new champion as well. The paper right. inter- intercontinental cha- uh, U.S. No, champion. US, US, that's, no. the, that's the working man's title, baby. That is the working man's title. I am, so. I am the everyday man. Um, what a big week for all of us. Me and Tommy moved up to first and second place. NJ three moving right up that board. It's it. like we always say it's it's a long season. You just gotta NJ three is a little more trek than we are, Tommy. We're you know, we're chilling up top right now. We're doing we're doing our thing. But uh NJ three, you're working up there. It was a great week, a lot of good predi- predictions on our end. And uh I think uh uh Gurge Rooms, I hear Gurge Rooms is also an, the intercontinental champion and the uh the owner of Paper Champion is uh the universal universal champion so a lot of people we know holding titles up top it's a good thing to see thepaperchampion.com fantasy wrestling done right okay now i i've said it before we have the sometimes the benefit or disbenefit of uh, recording a podcast late in the week after a, a, a big week of wrestling um if you live under a rock and you don't know all the stuff that happened do do yourself a favor. Go go look it up on YouTube. Just search All Out Media Scrum, and uh, you'll find out what the details are. Or if you want to check it out, uh, a good friend of the show, uh, Joe from Project Kayfabe, broke down the uh, All Out Media Scrum, the CM Punk section of it on his podcast, Project Kayfabe. You can probably get that on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. He does a good job there, so if you want to check that out. But uh, I just want to get overall thoughts here of what happened. Uh, we'll, we'll go talk about the pay-per-view, but ma- mainly... The uh the after the the media scrum of all out uh CM Punk talking about people going into business f- for themselves went into business for himself and kind of really just uh still has that same toxicity that he brought presumably in when he was in WWE uh and that's not something I know we know personally but we've just heard accounts of how he was when he was in WWE uh, he comes over to AEW says he wants to work with the young guys and, and make this company better, but it looks like he's internally tearing it down. Um, now there is supporters of CM Punk out there that can have a different opinion, which is fine. I'm not going to say you're wrong. I just highly disagree. He seems like the biggest piece of shit that came out of this weekend. Uh, and you wouldn't know that he won the world championship that night because he was a miserable, miserable prick in that, uh, in that post media scrum. So, um, I'll go to you first, NJ3. Again, we're not going to break down everything. Uh, 
just, I mean, coming out of it, uh, oh, the fight too that happened after, uh, we again, little detail that we know that's coming out, it's all hearsay, uh, still coming from the quote unquote dirt sheets that are reliable, um, are still there's nothing confirmed yet. Um, and as far as we know, uh, vacate, vacate, uh, vacated titles have happened, so we know something happened. We just don't know exactly what, but uh, just kind of your overall thoughts of the the fallout from all out, if we can call it that. Well, I mean, it's clear to say the honeymoon with CM Punk is over. Mm-hmm. That's first and foremost. Um, of course, him coming back after all the years and it was exciting. The, the fans have been clamoring for him. They were just chanting at any and all wrestling events his name, especially at WWE events. He shows up in AEW. He does a couple of good things, a couple, you know, a couple of good programs, some young guys, MJF, Darby Allen. And then, of course, at some point, people are who they are. They say people change. Doesn't seem to look like it. CM Punk looks like he went into business for himself. Um, He used an opportunity to put over MJF because probably his arguably his best feud that he's had in AEW was with MJF. So what better way than to up the stakes by putting the title on the line with a returning MJF and a disgruntled, unhappy MJF put on a banger because you know for a fact that they probably don't like each other outside of the place. But sometimes the outside feuds translate to some really good, you know, in the ring, you know, in the ring chemistry, because look at Riddle and Seth Rollins. They fucking hate each other. But those matches are dynamite. Yep. Instead, you go into business for yourself. You take shots at a guy, Cole Cabana, who's not even here anymore. Not even there. Bringing up shit that's not even need to be brought up. Yeah. You put Tony Khan in such a bad predicament because he sat next to you. And he's not going to argue with you on the spot. He's going to, of course, he's going to let you talk because he doesn't, he, he can't go toe to toe with CM Punk on a microphone. He sits there and, and it puts the company in a bad light. It's bad, man. Honeymoon is over. Wrong way to handle it. And afterwards, I mean, the fight, we only got, you know, we supposedly firsthand accounts, but nonetheless, Three of your main stars of AEW, the 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 pillars you want to call it of starting this company, go toe to toe with him and CM Punk. You know the only leverage he has is that yeah, it was the first million dollar I guess drawer that they had when he's on the pay per view. They didn't have like a million dollar buy in before him, but all wrestling companies take time. Whether I think Punk was there or not, I think they would eventually hit a million dollars. I don't want to say it's because of Punk, yeah, but not good, Joey. Not good at all. And and on top of that, he got hurt in the. Uh in the match and he's out from six to nine months with a torn bicep. I think it was. So what else is new? <laughs> what else is new, man? I mean, the guy can't stay healthy. He talks a lot of shit and he ha- he's, he's the champion. I don't, I don't get anymore. <laughs> well, not anymore. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Cause like you mentioned MJF and like, you wouldn't know yeah. really that he came back because everything, oh. everything else overshadowed it. And, uh, you know, we can get our thoughts on like what we think of how uh, the Bucks and Kenny handled the situation. Um, they're EV- technically EVPs of the company. Uh, physicality probably wouldn't be the right way to do that. But I mean, you're in the heat of the moment. Uh, you just heard this guy bury you on a live microphone. Granted, it wasn't on television, but it was live on YouTube. Yep. And um, nonetheless, man, I mean, you- <sighs> He got what was coming to him. I think. I, I don't think I. Maybe as a, as an EVP, you handle it differently. But as a person, uh, shit, dude, I would have did the same thing. Probably. I'm not gonna lie. And he did say in the thing, if you have a problem with me, come find me. And they did. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. Um, Tommy. I mean, we got to get full opinions here. Uh, 
shit. Uh, like I said, MJF came back. We didn't even get to like really enjoy that because of what happened. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to even think about what this company, how they, I mean, we know how they handle it going forward, but what are the suspensions? What do you think is going to come out of it? Well, I mean, I think, I mean, who knows if he's really hurt? I mean, they say he is, but maybe this is just the way they save it face because, you know, you spend your biggest star, which he is the biggest star since he came in. Last year, I mean, they kissed this guy's ass. I don't know how many times, you know, when he got hurt early this summer, they slapped the interim, you know, uh, title on, you know, Moxley when he won the, the belt and everything. So, you know, so they went have to strip him of it. And just, and he's still a miserable prick. Like you said, it's just yeah. unbelievable. There's got to be something right, not right upstairs with him, unfortunately. I mean, I understand WWE. He felt like he was being not used right, which, believe me, I understand what Cena was at the height of his, you know, his career and he had triple H there and so on and so forth. So I kind of, I understand his frustration with that, but like I said, kid AEW kissed his ass right away and he's still not happy. So that's just not normal, but whatever. And, you know, he, so he's out for nine months. It is what it is. You know, maybe we'll just go into that quiet night as they say, whatever. And that's the end. We'll see of him. Who knows? I don't know. Cause like you said, he's always getting hurt the last few months. He got, has a match. He gets hurt and everything. So it's just like, I mean, you got to feel for MJF poor guy. They have this, Pretty cool way. I mean, he kind of knew it was kind of him. He was the Joker, just by his mannerisms, you know, wiping his feet, going into the rig and everything. And then how they played it off, you know, plenty old CM Punk from Ring of Honor. And then you see him put on the the scarf and everything. I'm like, all right, he's back. So that's cool. And then we're not even talking about it, which sucks for him. But let me tell you, he's definitely got them where he wants them. Because, you know, if this is happening now, he's like, hey, if you don't treat me right, I'm leaving. And yeah. I'm believing he's not the only one probably saying that now with this company. So, you know, seeing how everything's going. But, man, I hope hope they do right by him. He's definitely the, the future there and right now. But it's just what a what a complete shit show that was. I mean, I remember finishing the pay-per-view. I'm like, all right, cool. He's back. Cool pay-per-view and everything. Then I think it was in our Discord chat saying, oh, my God, Punk's destroying everyone. So I watched it. And I yeah. just couldn't believe what he was saying. I was like, holy shit. And, like, Poor Tony Khan sitting there, you know, he was, I think, shell-shocked. They didn't know what to do. So just bad situation, man, really bad. I, I don't – hold that thought on people wanting to leave because I want to come back to that. Um, I, I look at it differently, and I, you guys both said, like, you, feel, you poor Tony Khan. I think he is in the wrong here. Uh, this I know Punk's his guy, and clearly his, he's his guy. I think the fact that he let him sit there and just – destroy guys that he assigned as EVPs and people that he had like the core of this company and just stood stood, he looked horrible in this situation and maybe I don't know how I would handle the situation either but as a uh, business owner and if you're sitting next to your quote unquote top guy and he's destroying everybody in a legit shoot not as isn't a work thing and uh Tony's just sitting there, just like you could tell by his his reactions, like oh shit, like mm-hmm. and then he, the stuff he brought up with Cabana and like his bank account with his mom. It's like unnecessary yeah. bullshit. Yeah. And Tony's just sitting there, not saying a damn word, and um, it's kind of embarrassing. And it, like to follow, even follow that, Jericho came on afterwards. It was supposed to be what, from what I heard on certain like uh, podcasts, that it was supposed to be the Bucks and Kenny uh, that came on after Punk. And they heard what he said, and they're like, "Fuck that!" They probably said, "No." Jericho came on in like a whim, like just to talk. And he even mentioned, like he because he got questioned about because remember they had the talent meeting like a week or two ago. He even mentioned 
like Vince McMahon would never let this this happen, and like in front of Tony, like that's true. And that, no one, not and he's not talking about the punk and the fight stuff. He's talking about stuff that happened before that, and uh, it just kind of you can you can kind of ride along with that statement to this. Like first, I mean, we we probably know Vince would even have uh, post match uh, post pay per view press conferences, but on top of that, Vince would never let anything like that happen. Um, and whether or not we have our opinions about Vince, he and I don't think Triple H would either. And we can go with the Triple H's. We'll talk about Clash of the Castle and like their press conference, a lot more different than the one we saw from All Out. But uh, as far as we know right now, um, the Bucks, Kenny, uh, a few other guys that were just there for the, the event, I think it was like Brandon Cutler, Nakazawa, Pat Buck, and uh, Miss, uh, Christopher Daniels are all suspended. Um, what about Larry the dog? This, yeah. what is his? What is his? Think, no more treats for a week. No, no, he actually he was uh, he was uh, an innocent bystander. I, I heard. So he actually okay. gets they're they're giving him more treats now. More treats. Okay. Yeah, they're actually feeding him chicken at night. Boiled chicken. Ooh, yes. Nice. Um, no salt. Salt's bad for dogs. Um, but so CM Punk right now we know is injured, and then his buddy Ace Steel, who apparently bit a guy, um, <laughs> uh, are seeking either suspension or being gone from the company so again it's all like i i was when when all this stuff happened like i said before sometimes we benefit or disbenefit from having a late in a week podcast i was hoping by now we'd get like some sort of like good news not i want to say good news but some sort of like other news besides the actual fight that we could talk about but it's kind of everything you heard throughout the week and like i said if you want a better breakdown uh with audio and like a nice little breakdown and clip uh project kfa podcast our buddy joe's over there so you can check that out um but it's just like it's it's a crazy time man it's a wild time um on top of that like you said tommy people looking to leave who's going to want to stay uh, we just got an update yesterday the young bucks put out feelers to uh, uh, uh an unknown WWE talent about how they would be uh looking looking over there so i mean and I, you read the article tom you sent it over i don't know i don't know if you sent it over or someone else did if you read the article the guy that reported it said this happens all the time i'm like maybe but like mm-hmm. evps yeah i know that's like uh, add that factor to it as well like guys that are big in the company are they looking to leave so um i don't know i Apparently they're under contract until 2024, the end of 2024. So they're, again, um, MJF mentioned it on Dynamite, the bidding war of 2024 is going to be interesting for sure. Um, and I think we all know who that unnamed. So there's two. <laughs> okay, I'm thinking Cody Absolutely. or AJ because they're both okay. AJ well. or even Finn. They still probably talk to Finn too. I don't know, but uh, assuming one of those two. Um, yeah. I mean, we could talk about it all out. It was a great show on top. It was a long show, a lot of matches. Um, uh, we're not going to break down every match. The MJF return was uh interesting. Jersey, did you like th- how they opened with the ladder match and then how everything was played out with, with, with MJF and the return? Can we, I want to focus on him. Not, not many. We, we don't, we can't really give a lot of attention this week because of everything else that happened, but I kind of want to focus on him. Like it's a big return, man. We didn't know what he was doing. We, I mean, as a fan, we didn't know if he was gone or whatever. It's been a long. It was about three months. You're off TV. Um, the presentation of it all. Did you did you appreciate that? So the whole, I I liked the ladder match up until the point of Stokely Hathaway going up there. All right, so like it was very Shield esque where they started beating up everyone and throwing mm-hmm. everyone out of the ring. Then yeah. Stokely goes up the the thing, gets it down, and reveals himself. Yeah. Clearly, we know it's not Stokely. 
Yeah. And when the Joker came out, walked like MJF, music wasn't MJF's, but it was a great song to I pair up with it. Was very I, will, cool, yes. I yeah. will say that that was very well done. Um, in the moment, a little anticlimactic for me. In the moment, I would love to have seen him revealed his face. Like right when he climbed, like I, I, I would have rather seen him climb the ladder with a mask once he came up, sit on top of the ladder and reveal himself. Mm-hmm. Versus Stokely just taking the casino chip and then handing it to him. Like I'd rather have it been that way because I felt like you you let us think about it too much, and then I feel like you took away the surprise of it definitely being MJF. Like I'd rather have been surprised in the moment, personally. But again, I'm happy it's him. Happy it's him. Yeah. Love the song. I just didn't like the Stokely piece. That's just my nitpicky. Now, and just to continue with MJF talk throughout the week, do we get any more confirmation of the group and him being aligned together? Or is that just like a one night deal? Do we know anything about like what's I mean, on happen? Dynamite this week, they didn't really allude to much yeah. more than anything. I mean, MJF started the show and that was it. And, and then Stokely and the, the guys came out after, but like on, on separate, like, yeah. was it just like a hired gun type of thing where he like, I don't know. It, it, it could I be. Love, I, know, I, I don't. I love some group again. He just no. did the I'd love some closure on that, though, or some sort of like explanation of what's going on. Not just he just nice. they just did it for him for no reason. I don't know because yeah. I like the idea of it. I don't know if I like. I would have maybe that group is kind of odd. It's a bunch of oddballs, but like a group with like Stokely, Ethan Page, Big Cass, and Moriarty. Maybe I don't think the Ass Boys really belong in there. But uh, I th- again, you said it was like Shield kind of thing. I kind of thought it was like Retribution. I don't know if we should give the Shield mm-hmm. benefit there, but uh, um. I guess like I meant like the no, beat up kidding. fat, I'm but kidding. I guess it, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> it was a joke. Um, yeah, I don't know. I want to see where they go with this. If there is any more, um, I'm so I'm thinking. Can I'm gonna future uh, book here, future uh, whatever you call it, um, fantasy book here. Got to be a grand slam. I think we see the same a, a similar scenario with the again. They announced the we didn't get into it. But they announced the tournament for the. Uh, the the new world ch- champion uh gonna come to an end at the finals will be at grand slam um in queens uh which is in two two weeks so uh the winner there let's say it's mox or brian or whatever i think i believe mjf has the ability to cash in the chip like the money in the bank it would make sense like you cash in your poker chips i feel like that's what they're going with here and i think we see another like beat down from stokely and the boys on whoever wins and then MJF comes in and cashes it in. I think that's like the most realistic thing. I didn't, I thought they would have went straight up one-on-one versus him versus punk at grand slam. I think that would have been a lot better. Obviously we know the scenario with that. So I, I don't know. Um, but I see MJF coming out of it, winning on the Island or in New York, um, in his hometown with a great reaction. Uh, I think that's the kind of what they have to have, have happen here. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, Tommy, we got news here. Uh, again, I don't think it's actually been official from AEW or Tony, but Malachi Black uh, was granted his release, a conditional, quote-unquote, conditional release. And after I sent you guys the, the sheet here, I got word that it was a six-month no-compete. Okay. I don't know if that's official or not. But uh, he was apparently going away, and I think we've heard this on so on Twitter. Again, nothing official from him or from AEW yet. So let's say it's all speculation that it was mental health reasons, something going on in his personal life. He originally got denied from his request to be released, and then he got released on under under a conditional release. So, um, 
let's say the six month no compete is true. Uh, first of all, everyone that talks shit about Vince giving people a 90 day no compete can go suck it. Pretty um, true. or WWE yesterday, not Vince, but who knows what they do now. And this is a six month no compete. Um, your thoughts on Malachi leaving the company? Maybe he comes back after his he deals with his personal stuff, or maybe he goes somewhere else. Uh, what do you think is going to happen here? I mean, if it's, you know, for, like you said, mental health, then, you know, hopefully, you know, he gets that all strained out and everything. Yes. And I heard that he, I think it was like a year or so ago, he said he had a really bad back injury. So maybe that's, you know, played a part in it. And he's like, you know, just trying to get that all taken care of. Cause, you know, I mean, I was, and I think he wrote like a thing that he, he's still really thinking about retiring because that's how bad it was. So oh, shit. I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I saw, I forgot where I saw it, but yeah, he was saying that it was really that bad. But then he, he like, kind of pushed through. So maybe he just needs this. This little, you know, his release to like, you know, start fresh or whatever. But you know, hope he comes back. You know, whenever he, he's old, because the dude was a talent, man. I mean, every time he's on TV or anything, he was he was great. Obviously, NXT he was awesome. His WWE main roster eh, could have been better, as we, you know, as Absolutely. we all know. could have been a lot better. But I mean, if he does come back, AEW uh, or hell, if he comes back to WWE, I mean, that'd be awesome. You know, him and. Like I said, NXT, he was down there with Triple H and how Triple H treated him. So that would be pretty cool to see. I mean, I would love to see that little closure he had or, you know, where they had, you know, when he started his little thing, like his repackaging, whatnot and everything. Then he unfortunately got released. So that would be cool to see. But that's the case, man. That'd be awesome. I would love to see him come back to WWE. I think they really had a good thing going with him with that little repackage. But, I mean, if he goes back to AEW and the House of Black, that'd be cool too. So just – just want to get better. I mean, like I said, the guy's a talent, and it should be such a loss for either company if he's not there. Yeah, like you said, hope hopefully he's okay. Um, hopefully he gets everything taken care of what he needs to do. But uh, I, House of Black was great. Were, were they booked right? No. Um, yeah, they weren't. Yeah, that's the thing. I yeah. think they uh, they could have won a little more. Um, maybe a little more on on TV. More. It's the the more one of the more creative things. And non straight like wrestling stuff that we've seen on uh more character based on AEW than what they have. So um who knows? We'll see what happens. I hope he's okay. And if he shows up in WWE, I, I think he he'll be under the right person now that he was under in NXT. Like yeah. We know Triple H. So they, they treat him right. Um it'd be it'd be great to see him back. So either way, wherever he goes, hope he's good mentally and uh uh, we see him soon. So, <clears throat> or whenever his no competes up. Um, just real quick, I want to end this off with the AEW talk here. Uh, we mentioned the tournament, Jers, uh, the tournament of, it's called the Tournament of Champions. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Brian Danielson hasn't been a champion in AEW, correct? But he's been recognized as a multi time uh, okay. world champion uh, okay. in, in his wrestling career. Gotcha. Okay. I think my only dig, my only issue here is that I really wish we didn't see, like, I, I want it's give me someone fresh here, man. Like, these are all guys we see all the time. Like, yeah. Hank, like nothing against like Jericho and Mox. Mox should be in there, obviously, but Jericho, I guess the name, but then, like yeah. Hangman versus Brian, we've seen a bunch of times. Not disappointed in it, but what maybe give me like a Roos, a Miro or a, yeah, a Hobbs or a Ricky Starks or something like give me someone new in there. But we we got Hangman versus Brian and Sammy versus Darby in the first round. <clears throat> Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe on Rampage last night, Sammy won. Yeah. So yeah. Sammy versus Mox and Brian versus Jericho. Correct. Brian beat Hangman. 
Ryan beat Hangman. That's yeah, right. It's so actually then, a good match. Really yeah, good no, match. of course. And, and they both were good matches, but I, I just I would like to see a little something different. Um, so those are the semis going into the finals, which would uh, end on September 21st at Grand Slam. Uh, NG3, any early predictions on who you want to see come out of this? I know I kind of went on the fantasy book and ran before, but uh, what do yeah. you see happening coming? I mean, you got to figure Moxley and Brian are going to be in the finals, yeah. right? Um, I think that's kind of what they wanted originally. They wanted like a Moxley Brian thing. They want like a really good wrestling match. Yeah. So I think that's what they're going to try to, they're going to get. Cause you have to think that Brian lost at all out. So he'll beat Jericho this time. And you got to think, I mean, if Sammy Guevara beats John Moxley, I'll never watch AEW again. <laughs> I'll never watch it again. That'll be the stupidest thing I've ever <clears> seen, but they won't do it. Cause they know the right thing to do with that one. At least is Moxley. So that's what they want their finals to be. They're going to get, they're going to give us Moxley Brian at a uh, grand slam. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. And then we'll see. Uh, either way, I think whoever wins is going to get interrupted by MJF and or he inserts himself into the picture. Um, <clears throat> speaking of Sammy, real quick, kind of off topic here. I was scrolling through YouTube trying to get some dirt on what was going on with the whole uh, fight and stuff. He has a vlog that he posts, and his title of his vlog was like All Out and then Backstage Fight. Jeez. And he said nothing about the fight at all. And I was like, you son of a bitch, you got me. I watched 20 minute vlog here for nothing. Uh, it's what we call clickbait in the biz. But uh yeah. he's a piece of crap, that guy. I hate him for that. <clears throat> he got a view for me that I didn't want to give to him. And uh he tricked me. Um <laughs> son of a bitch. On top of that, we said before the elite are uh suspended, so they vacated the uh the trios titles. Um new champs are uh death triangle so that's pretty cool for them to get a little rub there tommy did you like how tony uh started off dynamite and how he handled everything he kind of really just didn't say why they yeah. were vacated the titles yeah. and i guess because he he knows everyone knows anyway but like would you have liked a little more acknowledgement of the situation or just kind of said did you respect what he did because he got booed you heard the fans yeah. yeah dude first time ever tony getting yeah. booed yeah. by fans when he when he posted that video so I, I thought that was pretty interesting so. i mean his like you said everyone and their mother knew what was happening and everything so he kind of had his hands tied so you know what just go do i thought what he did was good you know that you know i he probably obviously wish he never had to do it but unfortunately you know that's what happens when you're dealing with and stuff but yeah it was just like uh, like you said the boo was like whoa okay first time that's ever happened for him so it's definitely he's definitely gonna taste it with Vince Cole for many many years so it's let's see how he responds but no I thought he did well with that and you know like said, everyone knew what was going on so just get to get, get to the chase and you know announce it which I thought was fine okay yeah fair enough I think you're right um all right so a lot of AEW stuff this week it's hard to really like focus on everything else and they kind of like took over the uh wrestling world but uh like we mentioned earlier there was uh wwe side of the stuff and they had two great shows over the weekend clash of the castle castle and worlds collide for nxt um just gonna i'm just gonna ask you guys straight up uh big any big moments from the combined total so nj3 what, what stuck out for you from clash or worlds collide anything big that you want to talk about I mean, Clash, two things are huge. Uh, Gunther Sheamus, which I called to be a banger, it was yeah. a fucking banger. Absolutely. It was the best match on the card that night, yeah. um, which we expected, and I loved it. So thank you for that. I uh, expect that's that's what Sheamus does. It really does. Banger after and, banger. Uh, banger after banger. And Solo Sokoa, man, I really thought that that night, the way they were wrestling, was going to be the night that someone dethroned yeah. Roman. But I, know, but I also read a report this morning that they want Roman to be generational um at this at this point so they want him in the same conversation as the rock in austin so 
now I guess hearing seeing that, I guess there's a reason why he went over Drew. But damn, who's gonna beat Roman? Yeah, that's a question to ask, um, man. For sure, it is. And, and with Worlds Collide, you know, I feel bad for NXT UK. Um, <laughs> I guess you had to see it coming. I mean, they were gonna win any titles, I guess. I don't know if you want to call Pretty Deadly UK because I think they're kind of NXT, yeah. but I guess you can call them that. So that could be argued. But at least the big titles, you had to figure that those were going to go to Mandy and Braun, which they did. Oh, yeah. But uh, Ricochet, Oof. ooh man, Ricochet and and, Car- and and Carmelo Hayes, my damn, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, one definitely top. Uh, Sheamus and Gunther, uh, Carmelo and uh, Ricochet, two of my top matches of the weekend for sure. A lot of fun yeah. there, uh, Tommy. I know. Uh, we kind of said a lot here, but anything stick out for you from Clash? Uh, I mean, it was our first big event that happened in the UK. The crowd was hot, yeah. 60K. It was almost like WrestleMania, man. It felt like a WrestleMania feel to it. Uh, any, anything stick out for you from the WWE side of things of the, over the weekend? I mean, just the presentation of all the matches for Clash, that they were great. I mean, going to Sheamus, like we all said, was going to be awesome, and it was. I yeah. mean, seeing Imperium back together again, that was very yes, cool. that was cool. That was awesome. He brought him back, so, you know, it was three on three, which was – very cool to see. That was great. And the main event definitely was great. I mean, I was I was pulling for Drew. I, I thought he I figured, you know, being this like I guess his home country or whatever, he had the, the advantage, but man, what a awesome match and all those all those false finishes. And I really thought when he hit him with the Claymore, I'm like, oh my God, this is gonna be it. Then obviously what happened with Solo. So that was that was pretty cool. How they figured out because you know the Usos can't be out of the country, unfortunately, for whatever, you know, for, for reasons and everything. But no, it was cool. And I I love I, I, who's commented was it Graves or whoever it was saying you know the blood line runs long or big or whatever so I thought that was perfect and everything yeah just great paper great weekends uh, for WWE with both pay per views it was awesome yeah it was good stuff man uh, premium live events Tommy don't ever say pay per view ever whatever the hell they are yeah. <laughs> Come on. Um, but uh, yeah I thought the I watched a couple. Um, a live like fans live in the crowd react to solo winning because it was all like uh, UK fans there and uh, European fans and stuff. So they were on Drew's side and uh, they were legitimately mad when oh, solo yeah. came out and ruined that. Cause I, like you said, watching that, sh- watching that match, um, I could have swore Drew was going to win. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, man, that was some uh, cool false finishes solo showing up makes sense it, it, it makes sense and i think i read somewhere maybe tommy you sent a, the, an article over something that uh vince didn't want solo ever like being a part of the bloodline or something like that where he thought that was like stupid or something. i don't know like some along the lines like that where it's like he was going to do that and maybe bury gunther as well so look yeah look at where we are now um hell of a weekend uh also i, I want to go back to aw quick i just want to give a shout out to the acclaimed and uh swerving our glory that was matching the night for me on the aw card i thought that that was matches. a missed opportunity but they but they'll they'll fix that one at grand slam though. yeah for sure um they claimed is what we call in the business over as yeah. fuck yeah um and i say business as like fans not i'm not in the business of wrestling so um a lot of fun they're awesome so uh great match shout out to them um all right Big, uh, big return, which we got kind of like we got the the news during the week. Uh, Braun Strowman back in WWE. Um, I thought I'm like I, I think I said the last time we talked, <clears throat> like he, I, I'm a Braun fan, but like I didn't see where he fits in like this where we are right now and like Triple H running things. It just didn't seem like the last time we saw him, he just didn't seem like right. Like he wasn't moving too well. Like he was. 
he was a beast in the ring, but like he, that was kind of it. I mean, whatever. I didn't see much. I wasn't really a fan of his. Like I, I respect him, but whatever. I don't like the way they booked him. But uh, he came back Monday, looked chiseled as fuck. Oh, yeah, looked great. Destroyed the f- fatal four way tag team match, um, and the crowd loved it, man. He crowd was hyped, and uh, he showed up on SmackDown, power bombed Otis last night, which was impressive as hell. Um, NJ3, where do you see Braun Strowman being booked here? How how would maybe how would you do it? Uh, or what do you what do you see happening here? Yeah, we we can't revisit the uh, the ways of the past. So, one big thing is that you you can't have him be overly involved with the tag teams because that's what they did with him last time yeah. and it didn't work and don't give him that big show treatment with the, the flip-flopping yeah. he's a face he's a heel yeah. he's a face he's a heel you can be a destroyer and be a heel you can be a destroyer and be a face just choose one yeah. um i think at this point joey it's hard right because when you think of like the main event picture and you think of um roman he's run through a lot of people yeah. like yes we've seen roman and braun before roman was the tribal chief but this could be a legit challenger, right? If you want to actually capitalize on what Braun is bringing to the table now that he's been gone for nine months and he's back and he looks better than ever, um, you know, you have to think Tribal Chief's got to be in his in his in his uh, rearview mirror. Well, not rearview, I guess his front mirror, or whatever you want to say. Um, in his path. Yeah, he's in his path. Thank you. Um, so I got to think something like that. But you know, recently when you saw with Sheamus and, and Gunther, I mean, dude, Braun Gunther. That'd be cool. Hell yeah. You know, I Braun Sheamus. Yeah. We, we, you know, Braun Bobby. So we, we have to see some stuff. Like you have to capitalize on what you've done with both the Intercontinental and United States champions because those titles feel actually important. They feel like they are like the number one contenders for the world title because that's how it used to be, mm-hmm. and it feels that way now. So, what better way than to insert someone like Braun in that picture? And depending on how you want to run Braun, either heel or face, that's how you kind of pair him up with either Bobby or Gunther. You know what I'm about to say, opinion. right? You know what I'm about right. to say, right? Sure. Uh, right. Um, you know, you know what I want out of this. Yeah. I want the family back. Yeah. <laughs> Follow. Yeah. The buzzers. Yeah. Um, I I was listening Maybe. to uh I was listening to a video uh, Sean Ross Sapp thing yesterday. He thinks he's like I'm not reporting this, but he's like he thinks it's inevitable that Bray and Rowan come back okay. now, like sooner than more sooner than later. He said. So. Okay. That's what he thinks. He doesn't know anything. Space these out, though, because we've been getting a lot of debuts lately. Space them out a little bit. I guess. You know what I mean, like, well, like, give me, give me Brad, give me Brad Royal Rumble. That place would explode. It's too long for me. I need the Survivor Series, maybe. Nah, man, come on, chill out, B. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'm cool. I think. I mean, technically, Roman came back. He wasn't the Tribal Chief yet, but he was still he when he came back from the the whole thing. He went after Bray and Braun, and he beat them. So, right? Isn't that when he? His, that's where he got the title from them. So I yeah. think I'm thinking Royal Rumble, man. Put put money on the table right now. Royal Rumble, Bray Wyatt. He'll be a All participant. Right. Okay, I'm just saying. Don't, don't push the virus. He, has, he, he has, means to be doing too much. He has revenge he, in his eyes. I think he needs to. I think they both do. I think Braun and Bray kind of they Roman kind of ruined their. Uh, wasn't it a one on one match? Yeah, it was like they're both released like the next day. I know. So <laughs> I think they have a lot to to go after uh Roman. You get the bloodline versus uh the Wyatt family, bro. Come on now. Bo Dallas comes back. No, I'm just oh going nah, 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 it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> and he gets involved. Who knows? <laughs> Alexa Bliss. Um, I saw someone say like they should just go all out like 
full-blown ministry of darkness and do like bray bray braun rowan carrying cross alistair black and like just have run rough shot over uh over who booked that who booked that you i can't tell you that out loud bro it might have been a dream of mine like a wet dream of mine i was gonna gonna say did you change your sheets when you woke up that morning i had to i lined my sheets with plastic um problem move but uh we mentioned uh uh, Giovanni Vinci coming out of Clash of Castle Imperium is in full effect, uh, in full effect, um, which is great. Uh, they needed that. I think uh, just that little extra boom. Um, Gunther's killing it right now. I'm not sure who won. They had a, it was Imperium versus the Brawling Brutes last night. Did we know who yep. won that match? Imperium. Good. Okay. I'm cool. Ridge with that. got the Ridge took the loss. Um, as he should. Son of a bitch. Um, but Pete, Pete Dunn looked a little bit more like yeah, Pete Dunn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Butch is wearing Pete Dunn gear now. That's good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Drop, I'm, uh, drop the Butch. Drop the Butch. Um, cool with that. Also, we saw Sol Sokoa officially join the bloodline. Uh, Nicole, come on. Get out of here. What are you doing? Oh, Son of geez. a bitch. Um, Sol Sokoa joined the bloodline last night. Uh, little didn't really acknowledge sammy too much though sammy wanted a hug i think we know where that's going right Absolutely. i think a ko's got to make the savior but so let's be honest uh, i do so, love the sammy stuff though it is sammy's great yeah but i think he's gonna get he's gonna get taken out so i think it's all oh, yeah. a matter of that's time. okay that's okay um ronda rousey is the new number one contender again i thought we just saw this i could have swore um but she won a fatal five way uh heading into extreme rules against Liv morgan did they announce the kind of match, or are we just going with the straight up title match? Straight I'm not straight sure. up match okay, yeah. all right. Um, do we want to see that again, Tommy? Ronda versus Liv. I think we could have went another route. Been, been okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe they're just trying to like finish. Off. Know, yeah, exactly. Finish off Ronda's. I mean, who knows how many matches she has left? So maybe this is like it for her after obligation. So. Exactly. Yeah, I was hoping someone else would win the match, but I kind of figured it would be Ronda. So you know. I'm not. I'm not yeah. going to forgive Triple H too much here. Let's. Yeah. I, we'll give him a couple slides, but let's not keep doing this bullshit. All right. Yeah, Please, but, thank yeah. you very much. I know he's a big Ronda guy, so um, but it's almost expected. But uh, we'll see yeah. what happens there. And NJ three, uh, we talked about before we got on. Max Dupree hinted at a little maybe returning of uh, an, an LA night appearance. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> hopefully we get some of that sometime soon. Uh, and I don't know if he stays with that, like the um, the model thing or what, what he wants to do. But uh, I don't know. It's not really viable with me too, too much. Yeah. Not really. No, that, uh, that's Vince McMahon right there. That's, yeah. That is not Triple H. I mean, I, I see what Triple H is trying to do to try to maybe fix yeah, it not just write it off right away and just kind of like let it evolve into something like i like that he doesn't like just get rid scrap of shit he just yeah. like, like almost like just like you know slowly move it mm-hmm. and then re then reposition it absolutely but that's got to stop la knight to star let him let him get a main roster run come on yeah for sure um and tommy we didn't acknowledge before some bad news mm-hmm. which we haven't had in a while mm-hmm. uh pat mcafee yeah taking a break from WWE and going to college game day on Saturdays. Uh, he came out and said he couldn't actually do the Friday to Saturday uh, uh, travel. Even I think people in WWE said that they didn't recommend him doing that. And it's college game day is a great opportunity for him. Blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada, yada. It's a working relationship. So he's going to be back at some point. Um, we don't know when, but it looks like as of right now, Corey Graves is doing double duty. Um, I would have liked to see maybe Wade Barrett 
Yeah, or something I like that. Been, I thought that would have been cool. Totally. I mean, I'm not. I got no problem with Grace, but yeah, oh, I think yeah. Awesome. <clears throat> so uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, gonna miss Pat McAfee, man. What a. Hopefully January when college football is done. He's yeah, back. that's what I'm he, thinking. He, he, brought, he brought a lot of light out of uh, Michael Cole. I'm sure Michael uh, Cole is pissed off. Not pissed, but he's not happy. Um, it's gonna be a a nice little, uh, not a nice. It's gonna be an interesting break from uh, Pat on uh, on Friday. So, um, boys, before we get into MVPs, <clears throat> I wanted to ask you fan, uh, fantasy football starting up, football starting up the season. Uh, I didn't put this. I didn't. This is I'm springing this question on you now. Um, who would you guys draft uh, to to lead your to your fantasy football team as a wrestler? Who's gonna Who's gonna be your quarterback for your your fantasy football team if, if you're drafting a wrestler? Who Who do you want to quarterback your squad? Anybody? Uh, maybe like a Cody Rhodes would he be a good quarterback? You think? No. I'm gonna go Seth freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins is a quarterback. Okay, add him yeah. as a cornerback. Actually, in my team. Uh, Running back, I would say maybe like a uh, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, Lashley. yeah, yeah. Um, also known as Derrick Henry. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Wide receiver Montez Ford has got to be a lot there. Absolutely. Um, Offensive line, you got Braun, you got Otis, you got a couple of big guys there, and then I guess we got to figure out the quarter. Top dollar, top dollar, dollar. Uh, Dawkins. Baron Corbin, 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 Corbin. Who's your, punt, who's your punter? Uh, Pat McAfee. Oh, <laughs> uh, who's the quarterback of the team? Though you're, you're Seth Rollins guy. For I don't know. I you, you really sprung it on me. I, I did. Really yeah, I, I just thought about it now. I didn't really write It'd it. Be down a fun here. question. I kind of we should we should speak about that like an actual legitimate question. Like it bring should. like uh you know three or four guys to Be the table. Drew. Oh, okay. Drew's like Be a tight true. end. Maybe a tight yeah. end. He throws that arm up when he does a three, two, one. I don't know, you know. Yeah, true. He knows what he's doing. He, he, he's a big counter, big counting guy. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I guess we can we can revisit this next week when we have more time to think about it. I apologize for just springing it on you, but it kind of just popped in my head. Fantasy football does start this week. Uh, we're all in the same league together, so hopefully we can talk shit throughout the weeks. I my playing. I think I'm playing Nick the first week. Nicky Noodles. I have to check, but I don't know. I could have sorry saw that. Yeah, that's a jabroni. <clears throat> All right, boys. Uh, hell of a week in professional wrestling. Uh, hopefully, we get some more answers from the AW side of uh, the suspensions and people leaving and stuff like that. So we can report that here on the podcast. But uh, I want to end it off here with the MVPs of the week. Tommy, who you got, buddy? Owner Turner MJF. After three months gone, it should have been a lot better for him, poor guy. But now that he's back, it's. I feel AEW needed him, and especially now with all the bullshit that's happened, he's going to be a star for them for the next foreseeable future. So, MJF, welcome back. Long Island's own. <laughs> Absolutely. Our hometown boy here. Uh, MJ3, who you got, buddy? We're going Daniel Garcia. I thought that I thought that main event match with Wheeler Yuta was really, okay. really good, man. And, and, and the guy can really wrestle. I got a lot of respect for him. He'll work on his mic stuff. He doesn't have to be the a savant on the mic, but he'll work on that. But I really think he's a really good wrestler. So uh, he's my he's my he's my guy, my MVP this week, and he's our new Ring of Honor peer champion. Yeah, for, I apologize for not mentioning that before, but uh, it was definitely a great match. And he gotcha. was, uh, speaking of hometowns, he was in Buffalo, his hometown, so that was pretty cool. Got the confetti pop and everything, so that was uh, well done by AW there. Dynamite was good this week, so uh, yeah, they really did, they show. really did counter back with a uh, solid show after the shenanigans that went on. Um, <clears throat> MVP for me, 
I'm going to go with the acclaimed as a tag team. I think they really showed off this week. I really showed them what they could do. I went into that match and I'm a fan of the acclaimed, but I thought it was kind of underwhelming as like uh, your tag team title match for your biggest pay-per-view of the year or one of your biggest pay-per-views. And I thought it was kind of underwhelming. I I guess you think pay-per-view tag team title match, you think FTR versus young bucks, stuff like that. And it was swerving your goalie versus the acclaimed, but they proved me wrong. Um, so hopefully they get the better end of the stick at Grand Slam and win in their hometown. I believe they're both, or I think Caster's from Long Island and then Bowen's maybe from Jersey. I could be wrong there, but I believe they're both from the the tri-state area. So, uh, would be cool. And like I said, they are over as fuck. So hopefully they get the respect they deserve. Mm -hmm. Um, boys. Episode 123 in the books. Uh, as I said in the beginning, if you want to follow us on social media, at Russell Buzz with three Zs on Twitter, at Russell Buzz on YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Uh, and as always, everybody, unlike the elite and CM Punk, take care, <laughs> stay safe, watch pro wrestling.